0: Hi, I'm Jenna. I'm Terrence. We're the hosts of Psyche,
1: our podcast.
0: Every other episode will be mental health focused while the others will discuss more fun things like books, movies, games, and shows.
1: If the episode contains sensitive topics, we will put TW for trigger warning in the description with a brief summary of the topics discussed in that episode.
0: If the episode contains spoilers, we will put SP in the description. It should be noted that neither Terrence nor I are mental health professionals and that you should not think of us as such.
1: If you're struggling in any way, please contact a mental health professional.
0: So we just got done watching Soul on Disney+. Plus. Terrence, what did you think?
1: So I thought it was a really good film. Um, very, actually very realistic, if anything. Like a lot of that stuff that happened in the movie, like it felt kind of genuine as much as like an animated movie can be.
0: Yeah, I think they paid a lot of attention to details like quiet coyotes, (laughs) which you never experienced apparently,
1: but
0: uh, that's a real thing. Like teachers would go around in elementary school, quiet coyote, but it was usually a little angrier than what Jerry was saying, which was like quiet coyote. It was more like, Hey, quiet coyotes.
1: (laughs) I like how, um, like in the beginning of the movie, like the, uh, the band that was playing at the school it felt very, that was definitely realistic. Like my orchestra experience was very similar. Like no one, there was like a very few people that could actually play. Everyone else was just kind of, we were just struggling. We were trying.
0: I just love the kid that sucks up the Skittles through his tuba.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't say if that is accurate or not to my experience. I really hope it is. But for some people, I'm sure that's, it's pretty accurate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah i thought it was really interesting it reminds me a lot of um greek mythology really yeah because uh in greek mythology the underworld is like where you go after you die and then there are different sections that you could end up in Mm -hmm. so you could end up just like in the fields of asphodel which would be just wandering Mm -hmm. nothing pretty much and then um there's elysium which is like where the best people go and it's paradise um and then there's a thing where if someone is really good they can be reborn okay and so they can if if they're reborn three times and they live great lives each time Mm -hmm. then they get to the like final paradise i guess
1: interesting so better than elysium like even better than that
0: I think so. Okay. Either that or Elysium is like the final thing. I'm okay. a little fuzzy on the details, but yeah, I'm
1: like you know way more than I. Do,
0: so. <laughs> well, it just um the idea that like there are mentors and so some people keep going onto the like the big white scary thing yeah. on the conveyor belt of people <laughs> 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 or uh, like there are the new souls that have to jump down to earth. It just very much reminded me of Greek mythology. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, I wouldn't have even made that connection. Like, I know very little. Like, I'm like, oh, there's, like, there's gods and goddesses and, like, mortals. Like, I I don't know.
0: Well, I know more than I should, so.
1: I'm like, that's fair. That is valid. Um, one thing I liked about Joe Gardner as a character, um, he feels like a character to me that, like, he really wants to chase his dreams, but, like, also at the same time, like, he feels like he needs that security, like, with having, like, the full-time job at the school would be, which, like, I can kind of relate to. It's like... In my college experience, I know I'm kind of, like, going off on a tangent. No, that's but, um,
0: that's, that's what podcasts yeah. are for.
1: <laughs> but, like, I kind of felt that where, like, I have all these, like, ideas, like, growing mm-hmm. up that I'd wanted to chase. And I'm, like, this just doesn't seem, like, realistic to me. And, like, I need something that's, like, more, like, stable, I yeah. guess.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people get caught up in that. Like, if you want to, let's say, be an actor, you kind of have to start that early. And so... Mm-hmm if that's your dream and you're just too afraid, then you end up just working basically dead-end jobs mm-hmm. instead of chasing your dream. And I think that the part where they help the guy, like the lost soul back to his body and he's sitting at the desk and he sweeps yeah. all of his computers off the desk and he's like, what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. I think that's really, um, it's kind of meant to show like if you end up just working a dead-end job and stop pursuing your passions then like
1: what are you doing with your life it's kind of like um (laughs) like that guy like it didn't even like feel like he had a soul like he was just like working the same job like same thing
0: yeah going through the motions
1: like even the like when he was um i forget what it was called the great beyond something like that um (laughs) where like the lost souls are like he was like repeating something i don't remember exactly the words but like just kind of like, he was in the zone, but like yeah. the negative version of it, yeah. like where he's like, just I like, I have to find it or something Yeah, I just, like that. I have to do this, blah, 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 whatever. Um,
0: yeah, I like that. I do yeah. like that. It's an interesting concept, like the whole lost soul thing, mm-hmm. because I think it's also interesting that they link um, kind of the afterlife that they depict mm-hmm. with um. real life and like the living. So... Mm-hmm i don't know i guess the first time i watched it i was kind of confused because i didn't expect them to actually have like the zone or anything i thought it was just going to be cut and dry this is life this is death Mm -hmm. and it was very interesting to see how they tied it all together because i think a lot of people tend to forget about spirituality (laughs) (laughs) and um most people's idea of spirituality is like organized religion yeah but it can be more than that Mm -hmm. it's just kind of getting in touch with that deeper part of you
1: yeah kind of going off of that um i liked how this movie even though like it brought up the idea of like souls and stuff like that like some kind of like afterlife um it didn't feel like religious in any way yeah. like it was just solely like solely <laughs> <laughs> um it was just solely like hey people might have souls and like this might be what happened like it was just kind of like i don't know it was very interesting to me though.
0: Yeah. I like that they touch on the idea a lot of being born for something because what they do is they correct the notion that we're all born for a purpose or Mm -hmm. to do one thing other the over the others. Um, so like Joe at the beginning says that he was born to play the piano Mm -hmm. and then throughout the course of the movie it kind of corrects that where it's like you're not born to play the piano you're born to experience life and Mm -hmm. this is your passion so this is kind of how you connect with yourself and it's different from your purpose in life
1: yeah if i was like (laughs) if i was born to do something i would have (laughs) no idea what it is like i've changed my mind about what i want to do like later in life so often like even Mm -hmm. being in college like I'm not even sure my major right now is, like, what I want to do.
0: What is your major right now? Um,
1: I'm a sociology major. Okay. So I've been thinking about, like, becoming, like, a counselor or, like, a therapist or something like mm-hmm. that. But, like, even now, I'm still kind of, like, second-guessing myself. Like, is this what I really want to do? Like, yeah. I feel kind of, like, locked into this path. Yeah. So Well, it's know. it's
0: kind of comforting, honestly, to think about the fact that we're not actually born to do one thing. Yeah. We kind of get to choose between our passions and hopefully pursue that or get stuck in a dead-end job
1: yeah i'm like i'm hoping i don't yeah me too i'm really (laughs) it would be nice if i didn't um one thing i liked about uh the great beyond is when like joe is working with 22 um (laughs) how like it shows his life Mm -hmm. uh, when he puts his hand on the thing um i'm kind of like i thought about like what would my life show and like joe even points out he's like oh my life is meaningless and i'm like damn like I kind of like. I kind of feel like that, low key. Like, I feel like I haven't like accomplished much like yeah. up until this point. So I'm like, maybe, maybe the rest of my life will be a little more interesting.
0: <laughs> I think uh, this movie is. It's interesting because they kind of pitched it, or I guess they didn't pitch it. But when you see a Pixar movie or an animated movie, you kind of assume it's for kids. Mm-hmm. This is definitely not for kids. Yeah, it takes I was, on some
1: big, like, some really heavy topics. Yeah, for, like, like an surprisingly heavy. Yeah.
0: And And um, the other thing is that. I was thinking about it from a kid's perspective and the whole um the conveyor belt leading on to nowhere yeah. and like basically just anything in the soul realm mm. is terrifying. Yeah. Like the animation is look like from an art perspective it's very beautiful but it's also very scary. Yeah. Like kind of freaky, not so fun. Mm-hmm. Sometimes funny like when the guy, when Terry grows a sixth finger, if you caught <laughs> that, it was pretty funny. Um but yeah, I was thinking about it. It's not a kid's movie, which is really interesting. I guess it's entertaining if you are a child. Mm
1: -hmm. There's definitely a lot more to grasp if you're like an adult and you can actually like notice like all these things that they're putting in that a kid just might not grasp.
0: I definitely think it was meant for adults. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. So the other thing that I noticed is that they touch a lot on taking on jobs that you don't want to do until you reach your passion or Mm -hmm. reach your goal which is extremely realistic Mm -hmm. and i think that kind of going back to what we were saying you know a lot of people get stuck in that
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and it i think the movie is kind of meant to comfort people who are doing that
2: yeah
0: who are working jobs that they don't want to do just so that they can kind of be in the area of their dream yes and to me it is comforting because personally Mm -hmm. I would love to do other things. My goal is to be an author. Okay. uh, But I'm not studying English. I'm studying psychology so that I can be a counselor and kind of support myself on my way to being a published author.
1: So it's just kind of like a stepping stone. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think it's really comforting to know like, hey, you're not like, that's okay. That's normal. And you're still going somewhere even though you're not doing exactly what you want to do.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. One thing that kind of bothers me, like, going off of that, um, I don't know how your experience was, but, like, for me, kind of growing up, like, in middle school, a lot of my, like, teachers were kind of like, oh, like, what kind of, what do you want to do with your life? Like, what are you interested in? And, like, at that point in my life, I'm like, I really don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. especially with how much my life has, like, changed and, like, my interests have changed, like, so much. Like, I don't know how they expect you to know, like, at that point in your life, like, oh, yeah, I want to do exactly this and, like, my life is going to be perfect and Mm -hmm. this is what I want to do?
0: Well, honestly, I think just in general we choose what our career paths are Mm -hmm. far too young because what happened, so when I was a freshman in college last year, I came in undecided and I had to decide between uh, art education and psychology. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I guess I still kind of don't. I just settled for something that Mm -hmm. was interesting and easy so i think in general we just pushed that idea of knowing what you want to do far too young because Mm -hmm. we're still we're like just coming out of being a teenager yeah and yeah it's just not a good time to be like i'm going to be a firefighter
1: (laughs) and then you're stuck they trap you yeah exactly you have to do this for the rest of your life good luck yeah
0: well to be fair, um. In Italy, they have a very different way of doing things okay. where they start... They have to choose what they're going to do even younger. They have to choose when they're going into high school. Oh, no. Yeah, it's pretty bad. On one hand, it's nice because then the, like, the rest of their high school experience is uh, just classes that pertain to the area that they're going into instead mm. of, like, common core. Yeah. Ohio education requirements, classes mm. that you don't want to take, yeah. but at the same time... You would have to choose what career path you're taking at, like, 13.
1: Yeah. Do you know what they do if you're, like, if you actually don't want to do that, like, for the rest of your I life? I don't know.
0: I mean, I know it's not as common for people to go to college there, I don't think. Okay. But I know that they can. Like, I okay. I know a good number of them do. Mm-hmm. Just out of my friends, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know what I would do in that case. Yeah. Like. Like I said before, I've changed my mind, like, so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, I would honestly be lost.
0: Yeah. Well, what happened with my brother, <laughs> Ryan? I hope you don't mind me talking about you. <laughs> um, he took a bunch of computer science electives in high school. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of decided that that was what he was going to do mm-hmm. in college. And he got to his sophomore year, and he realized that his passion is music. Mm-hmm. And so he he wanted to, I think, switch majors to music. And what happened was like my parents were encouraging him to stick with computer science because computer science majors make yeah. a shit ton of money. Yeah, it's a
1: little more stable. It's
0: a little more stable. And um, so what he ended up doing is he added an entire major hmm. because he wanted to do both. Dang. But think of how much school that is. Yeah, that's a lot. It's got um, props you. to you, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <I cannot. laughs> but yeah, I, I guess I see a lot of that happening right now. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, I know several friends who they went in to college with one degree and they've already switched, which I think is normal, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's too soon for us to know exactly what we want to do. Yeah. Like, I honestly, I don't think we should be allowed to like choose a major, declare a major mm-hmm. until our
1: third year of college. I could see that. Yeah. I could definitely agree with that. That's why I kind of have respect for people that kind of take a gap year between like high school and college mm-hmm. or if they end up like not even going to college, yeah. that's fair. Um, yeah. Just because, like, it's so difficult to figure out what you want to do. Like, I feel like I haven't gotten to experience, like, a lot of, like, what life has to offer. Like, yeah. there's so many different, like, career options and, like, different things I could do that I don't yeah. even know about because I'm so, like, focused on, like, oh, I need to fi- I need to find a thing. I need to find a thing.
0: Well, one of the tough things about coming to college and then also having to choose your major on top of it is, mm-hmm. like you said, we haven't experienced a lot. Yeah. And... I don't know about you, but I came from a very uh, tight knit community Mm -hmm. where I went to a Catholic school that was, I think we had 200 people in my class Mm -hmm. Um, and everyone kind of had the same background. Everyone had similar backgrounds, ideologies, all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so um, kind of most of my life, I thought it was like bad to go to. A community college sure. or to take a gap year mm-hmm. um to not know what you want to do to do bad in school all mm-hmm. that stuff and then you get to college and nobody gives a shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like oh he went to a community college oh good for him yeah, like no he cares. took a gap year oh i'm jealous like,
1: yeah. like <laughs> and people are uh, a lot more open like, yeah just do what works best for you honestly
0: yeah and it's honestly for me like i act i feel like i'm actually experiencing life as opposed to the 50s because <laughs> my catholic school was it's it was started in the 50s and i don't think the rules have changed since then mm-hmm.
1: so it might need to uh might need to look at that just a little bit <laughs> would not be a bad plan i don't know how we got here i'm I don't not gonna know lie. Either. it's like we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about the soul <laughs> yeah and now we're talking about like catholic school and like yeah well we're great. talking
0: about the idea that um you get stuck doing one thing until you Ah. can actually pursue your dream.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) At the beginning, when he gets to play with Dorothea Williams, Mm -hmm. he says, and I quote, I would die a happy man if I got to play with Dorothea Williams. And, um, see, I, I interpret that as like, he idolizes this, this jazz musician. And Mm -hmm. so being in her presence and playing music with her at Mm all would make him happy. And, I know that there's the other interpretation of, like, playing, like, performing with her. Mm -hmm. But I just find it funny because he says that and then he plays with her and then he dies and he's very dissatisfied yeah, because he wants to keep going. Like, he's not happy having Mm -hmm. died. Um, And so I just think it's ironic. But
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, kind of going off of that, um, I feel like, obviously, like, he reached his dream, like, this is what he wanted to do, Mm -hmm. um, perform with, like, a famous jazz musician, sure. Um, But I feel like a lot of people, like, once they accomplish their, like, dreams or their goals, they kind of, like, want to live that out for a little bit, (laughs) instead of, like, hey, I experienced this thing once, and oh, I'm dead now, like.
0: (laughs) Just you peak, and then that's it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like, you kind of want to, like, you kind of want to ride it for a little bit. Yeah.
0: But I think it also is meant to kind of illustrate that, even after you achieve something, there's still more that you want. Mm-hmm. Because especially if you're chasing your dream, you can't be satisfied by milestones. You yeah. have to be satisfied by reaching the end goal.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times when people reach an end goal, they'll make another one just because like, if you stop having things to like, try to achieve like, life is not interesting. It's just, mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm doing this thing I've been doing for, like, years and years. It's and just end the same up, thing.
0: Yeah, you end up, like, the guy at the desk who- Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: yeah, like, I understand the fact that, like, he achieved this goal he was looking to achieve, but, like, no one- I'm sure no one really wants to, like, go out like that. Like, Achieve your goal, yeah. and then you're just like, okay, I'm gone.
0: Let me tell you, the first time I watched that movie, and he fell down into a, the the hole, yeah. I, my heart dropped. <laughs> I was so sad. I like I didn't expect to be that sad, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't expect the movie to like hit that different, yeah. but it did.
1: Yeah, I was uh I was taken aback a little bit when that happened. I was like, yeah. man, they really. I guess the movie is called Soul, but like yeah. I didn't think it happened this fast.
0: Well, I thought it. <laughs> To be honest, I didn't expect them to start with him being alive. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect them to show his death.
1: Oh, you thought it would, like, start off with him as a soul? Yeah, kind of like, um,
0: have you seen The Good Place? Yes. Yeah, so she wakes up, and it's like...
1: She's just there. Everything
0: is fine, and she's just dead. Like, I thought it would be more like that, where he just, they start, like, he wakes up, and he's dead. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wasn't expecting that. But, Mm -hmm. honestly, I think I I like the way they did it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely unique. Little sad. Yeah, a little little, little depressing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Just oh man, I got bit. to
1: play with Dorothy Williams and I'm gone. <laughs> <Yeet>. well, <then. laughs>
0: so, uh going back to when he was uh showing twenty two his life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I thought it was kind of interesting because he looks at all these attempts at breaking into the music world as failures. Mm-hmm. Um but to be honest I think anyone who is trying is doing something like that is some sort of success Mm -hmm. because like the guy at the desk if you don't try that is more of a failure Mm -hmm. than anything because like playing music and trying and like trying to achieve that goal gives joe life
2: yeah
0: um and so giving up on a dream uh is more of a failure than trying and failing a billion times and also he doesn't fail at the end he Mm -hmm. finally gets his break um and so he it's interesting how he's wandering around all these scenes and he's like oh my life was meaningless Mm -hmm. but it's not like if you think about the people that you admire i personally think it's more admirable for someone to try a lot and work really hard Mm -hmm. versus just giving up or not doing anything settling that kind of thing mm-hmm. or even if they like if they were born into good fortune For sure. like child actors <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like i i admire the people who work their way up mm-hmm. or die trying slightly more than well i got this gig when i was three years old and that's what i'll start <laughs> and
1: that's all that's what i'm doing yeah so. <laughs> yeah um i liked how like when he was looking at the failures he even like didn't really see them as failures he was just like Oh, I didn't I didn't see it like that. That's not yeah. how I saw it. Like even though he did fail, he just kinda like bounced back from it and just kept going. Just kept doing his thing.
0: The other thing that I kind of didn't like is they didn't really touch on the fact that he inspired other people to do their job. Mm-hmm. Um because he's in this uh room with all of his memories and he says, like, my life was meaningless but he kind of walks past the part where he's a band teacher mm-hmm. um and all you can hear is the terrible music instead of um the one girl who plays the
1: trombone yeah the trombone mm-hmm. thank you yeah you're good <laughs> i'm not musical yeah.
0: um, but i think it would have been better if at some point they had made him kind of look back at those moments of mm-hmm. um the guy who contacts him was it what what's his name I forget his name, but the guy who gets him the gig with, Dorothy Williams. His former student. Yeah. I forget his name. And so, you know, he's inspired all these people, and I think that that is something that he's done that is a success. Mm -hmm. And they just kind of don't acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. Like, they do, but indirectly. And I don't know. I I would have liked to see more about that.
1: I mean, sometimes we as people, like, even though we've had, like, some of these, like, successes in the past, like, we kind of gloss over those. And Mm -hmm. we only see, like, oh, like this bad thing happened, this thing happened, I failed here, here, here. Yeah. Like, we tend to focus more on, like, the negatives instead of, like, Mm -hmm. the positives, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I personally, I know when I was in high school, I started tennis um, when I was 14, Mm -hmm. and then I worked really, really hard and caught up to all my teammates uh, really quickly, like, at a surprising rate. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I can look back now and say, wow, that was amazing like Mm -hmm. i worked my ass off and i got good enough to play one of the top positions in high school but when i was in the moment all i could see was that i was losing continually to all these different people and i think that that is kind of the same thing where it's like you don't necessarily look at the progress you made Mm -hmm. you just look at the result
1: yes so it takes a little bit sometimes to kind of take yourself out of that mentality of like, mm-hmm. oh, I've only messed up here, messed up here, like this failure, this failure. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, like, let me step back. Let me actually look at like what I've accomplished. And mm-hmm. you're going to see like there's obviously more than you initially thought.
0: Yeah, definitely. And um, speaking of like that whole experience. So with the lost souls, um, they talk about how a soul becomes lost when they let their uh joys become obsessions
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and it kind of turns into an anxiety um and so you see the guy with the metal detector and he's like I got to find it I got to find it and mm-hmm. then he gets swallowed up by it um instead of just focusing on like hey I'm doing something that I love mm-hmm. and so that happened with me with tennis I hate to
1: no you just... <laughs> yeah I understand
0: um but what happened was you know I really loved it at first and it was so much fun and I love it now um but for a while there it just became like you're not getting what you want out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of that you gotta find it. It's like you have to win and that's kind of what happened where all of a sudden it felt like I was going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Um and it was making me it was bad for my mental health. For sure. And so it's all interesting to kind of see that played out <laughs> in a kid's movie, mm-hmm. more or less.
1: I feel like I can kinda of relate to that. Um me personally I really like bounce from thing to thing um Mm -hmm. just because I don't want to get to that point where I just feel like I'm going through the motions Mm -hmm. like I want to continuously enjoy like whatever I'm doing instead of just like oh like I have to do this thing again I have to do xyz like I want to enjoy like my life you know Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: definitely um related to that uh it was like the next part of that scene, they mm-hmm. connect to Joe's body. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that they do that is actually like a, an actual psychological technique okay. of mindfulness. They just didn't put it that way. Okay. Um, but you know, when I was kind of getting back into tennis, cause I quit my senior year and then I got back into it for college. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of have to focus on like, the little things like mm-hmm. like i'm holding the racket i can feel the rate of weight of the racket mm-hmm. um i'm hitting the ball and oh that was fun instead of thinking about something beyond the physical mm-hmm. and what you're experiencing mm-hmm. um and it's important to connect with what's around you for sure um more than people really do because you know you're on your phone and you're distracted yeah. and and technology is definitely not the enemy but it is the enemy well, <laughs> i feel that But yeah, I really liked how they brought in an actual psychological technique, an actual thing of mindfulness. Mm -hmm. It's more hippie psychology, but that's (laughs) fine.
1: What I kind of also liked, um, I liked how 22 had like that childlike aspect where everything seemed really interesting to her. Like, I feel like I've kind of lost that Mm -hmm. over the years. Like, I'm just kind of nothing really seems new to me. Like, it all just feels like the same. Like, just kind of running through like, oh, like, walk into my car, hop in the car, drive to wherever. Like, it's just kind of like, like I'm going through the motions, you know what I mean? Next
0: time I see you unlock the car, I want to see your mouth drop. Like, (gasps) oh my god, it opened! Yes, exactly. (laughs) No, but seriously, that is, um, that's still mindfulness, really. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy how we lose that just- love of life mm-hmm. and love of the things that make everything amazing like i remember um third grade uh we were driving a kid named simon to and from school okay and my dad had just gotten a new car and it had mm-hmm. the bluetooth in it mm-hmm. <laughs> so um if he was getting a phone call you could hear it throughout the entire car mm-hmm. and so um simon was in the car with us and this was his first time ever in my dad's new car and my dad got a phone call and mm-hmm. simon went <gasps> <laughs> And it was really funny because, um, like, a couple weeks before that, he had asked my dad what he did for a living. And my dad said, I'm in the CIA, but you can't know that. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so Simon uh, was just convinced for a second that my dad was in the CIA and he had oh this talking God. car.
1: <laughs> like, I miss stuff like that, man. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just not the same anymore. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. And I think, um, you know, sometimes there are those moments where it's like, it's snowing. Because Mm -hmm. everyone loses their fucking mind when it's snowing. We're like, oh my gosh, it's frozen rain. It's the first snow of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, you know, there there are glimpses of that, you know, childlike Mm -hmm. wonder. Yes. But overall, you know, you kind of lose that. Mm -hmm. Life loses its glamour after a while.
1: Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate, but you know.
0: It do be like that. They
1: really do. They really do. Okay. The cat. What about the cat?
0: Okay, so he go his soul goes into the cat. Okay. So where does the cat's soul go?
1: Did you see the cat was on the conveyor belt going up to uh, <gasps> wherever?
0: No, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so oh, like, that's so, sad. so when um when he went into the cat's body, yeah, um, like it like flashed briefly, like the cat was on the <laughs> conveyor belt. It's like. <gasps>
0: that's so sad
1: yeah so cat...
0: so in conclusion dogs and cats can go to heaven yeah I'm or like, wherever they're going
1: as much as it doesn't seem like it at times cats do have souls they
0: do. <laughs> are you sure
1: yeah you are know, you
0: 110 percent
1: my cat i'm not really sure but like the mm-hmm. other ones out there they might have souls the
0: other ones out there. <laughs> <laughs> well bindi definitely has a soul
1: yeah she's a, uh, she's something She's, she's a
0: cat basically, but mm-hmm. it's like it's like the soul was supposed to go into a cat, but it went into a dog yeah. instead. Like they traded. Yes, or exactly. So, bindi is my dog, by the way. Yes, she's the worst. <laughs> very
1: adorable, but very she's needy. needy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure, for which sure.
0: honestly is perfect because she's like, she, yeah, she's keeping me company here. Mm-hmm. So the neediness is kind of essential That's fair. to the experience. Versus like if a if I had a cat and it just stayed away from me all day, like, it oh. wouldn't it wouldn't provide me the emotional support that I need, mm-hmm. <laughs> because cats don't have yeah. souls. <laughs> <But> they don't! <laughs> they have souls! I
1: love cats, but they... D- cats know. are amazing, honestly.
0: They are. But yeah, I was really confused, because I didn't see the cat on the conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah.
1: If of... we want to watch this movie for a third time, it's uh. <laughs> just that part. I'm like, it's there.
0: Well... I swear. I'll, I'll, I'll pay attention next time. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's all we got honestly yeah so
0: so uh thank you for listening
1: it was a great experience for the first one um, yeah. i'm sure the future ones will be a little bit more
0: organized yeah a little yeah. more
1: organized a little better but you know it's kind of we're testing the waters we're figuring yeah stuff out.
0: we're we're learning it's mm-hmm. it's a learning experience
1: yeah, so i hope you'll come on this learning experience with us oh
0: my gosh come with us on the journey <laughs> God bless the broken road that led me straight to you.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening. Join us next week. Uh, I don't know what we're going to be talking about yet. but We'll figure it out next week. We'll figure week. it out and we'll announce it.
1: So, uh, we'll we'll, we'll, figure, it
0: we'll figure it out. We'll get there. Okay. Bye. Bye.